bad company can corrupt good character. And if kids get in with the wrong group at the wrong time, it's a real slippery slope. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to The Lost Art of Parenting. We're here to help educate, entertain, and encourage you in all things parenting. We want to help you understand what you are doing and why so that you can actually increase the odds of raising a child who is well prepared for life while also enjoying your job as a parent and enjoying your children along the way. My name is Jesse Mara. I'll be your host, and we cannot do The Lost Art of Parenting without the parenting guru, the parenting master herself. Kim Cross. Thank you so much, Jesse. It's great to be here. Glad to have you. So we have a new topic today. We're talking about Friends, the TV show, right? We're talking about <laughs> Friends, the TV show. Oh, I no. just started watching season two. I don't know anything about it. So no spoilers. No, we're not talking about the TV show, but they're talking about something that sounds like fun, but is actually a really important topic. So just like regular friends, is that what just, we're Yeah, we're talking okay. about friends. I think I'm getting this confused with my movie podcast. <laughs> I host a lot of podcasts at this point. So, okay, well, let's talk about friends. I mean, um, most people have friends. It seems like a fairly innocuous topic. It doesn't seem like there's much to study, but I assume if you put this on the docket today, there might be a little bit more to it than I anticipate. There is a lot to it. So uh, one of the first things I tell parents and clients and even when i work with kids is is this a friend or is this an acquaintance and they typically look at me with a strange face and mm. they say well what's the difference knowing the difference is the key right okay. and the second thing we're going to address is that friends typically are peers meaning similar age but the definition of a peer when we're talking about young children is that they're at the same age and the same amount of life wisdom, which isn't a whole lot when you're young. Mm -hmm. So we have to be careful how much time our kids spend with peers and what kind of peers or friends versus acquaintances are they hanging out with? Okay, well, I'm a former debate nerd, uh, a state champion as it were, so I love defining terms. So let's define <laughs> friends versus acquaintances. All right. so. Well, a friend, obviously, you have a strong bond. You like each other. You trust each other. You support one another. Um, there's somebody that's got your back, right? Mm -hmm. um, they're helpful. And I, I often will look for things. Do you have mutual trust? Do you have mutual things in common? But one of the big things also is a friend is going to be honest with you when they need to be, but also kind about it, right? Okay. And they'll sacrifice for you, for you. They'll sacrifice their time, their money, their effort, their support, their energy. That's a true friend, somebody you really can lean on and trust. And they've got your back. They want the best for you. Okay. What about an acquaintance? Well, an acquaintance is somebody that you've met, but it doesn't mean you have a history together. There's very um, little trust, if any, right? Because it hasn't been long enough. They're basically a stranger. So it hasn't that trust hasn't been established or what I say earned, right? Okay. Um, you know their name, but you really don't know who they are. So yes, you, we have a lot of acquaintances. We meet people practically every day. That doesn't necessarily put them in the friend category. And mm -hmm. a lot of kids who are looking for friends or looking for popularity or looking, looking to be accepted 
can get caught up in that trap of, oh, they're a friend. Well, they, ha- they aren't a trusted individual yet, and that can get us into some trouble. Okay, well, let's talk about why having friends is important. I mean, it seems kind of like a redundant thing, but what are the positive and potentially negative effects of the people you call your friends? Right, so friends have a huge impact on us. They help us define who we are, what um, values we have, are we accepted or not? They influence our level of competence and confidence. They love, they impact our self, uh, self-esteem. They, they can make a big difference. They can be people that we can trust and go to and share feelings with. And we speak to friends differently than we speak to our parents, right? Mm. So parents have a different goal. That is to prepare us for the real world, to teach us independent life skills, obviously to love us, to teach us right from wrong, moral values, educate us, all those good things. But friends are often the people we can go to that we can't talk to the same as when we talk to our parents because the end goal and the communication style is different, right? So right. friends are important. You and I have friends. We know what a difference they make in our lives or people we can count on. And Jim Rohn does a lot of work on that you are the average of the five people you spend the most time with. Okay. So if kids have friends that are of a good influence, um, that's a good thing. But if friends are holding you back, putting you down, making you feel bad about yourself, um, stabbing you in the back, you know, uh, through social media or through the slander gossip chain, um, if they don't make you feel appreciated or valued, that's going to have a negative, huge impact Mm. on kids academically, emotionally, physiologically, socially. I mean, this can cast a pretty, pretty big wide web, either good or bad of your social network. So, I mean, let's talk about, we, we've kind of established why friends are important. I mean, they can be there to be, have your back. They're there to support you. They are ideally a positive influence in helping you grow. And they're honest with you. Obviously there's can be bad friendships that also are not those things. Right. Um, but this is ultimately a parenting podcast. So why are we talking about friends? What what does that have to do with the parenting cycle? Because we need to be aware of the friends that our kids are hanging out with and we need to know the impact of their influence on our children's lives. So I will start with a story. Um, junior high school can be, I, I always refer to it as the pit of doom. Okay. <laughs> because it's, it's a very difficult transition time in our lives. And we've talked about it before. You and I, neither one of us loved junior high school. This and is true. This is true. And it's a time where our identity is forming and our values are solidifying. And we're questioning a lot of things, not to mention we're going through puberty and all the hormone changes and the brain changes and everything else. So... We often as parents will not worry about friendships past elementary school, but the time you really need to get more involved is during middle school. Okay. So I'll tell you a story. The most awkward part of any growth. Yes. And you are typically introduced to a lot of new friends because those elementary schools feed into a bigger school. Right. right? So you've got new fish swimming in the pond. Mm -hmm. So one of my children brought home some new friends and I immediately had the hackles of mom parenting radar go off. And I thought, Ooh, not a good influence. 
So I don't want to go in guns a blazing and say, you can't hang out with those kids because we mm-hmm. know I have no control over that anyways, right? They're going to be in school together. Yes. So I pulled my child aside when the friends had left and I said, I have some questions to ask you regarding your new friends. I didn't put judgment on it. I didn't ask my child to answer. I just said, I want you to ponder these questions. And I asked questions like, do these friends have a good reputation with teachers at your school? Didn't have to answer, but I want you to think about it. This child already knew the answer, right? Right. Do these kids have your best interests in mind? Do these kids, um, if you were to bring them over again and we were not to be here, they were unattended, would you trust them and would I be able to trust them in our home unattended? Mm. Would these friends be people that you would feel proud to introduce to your, the rest of your family, like your grandparents, right? And do these friends have a positive or negative impact on your reputation because you're hanging out with them? That's all I had to do. I just asked some pretty, you know, serious questions, but didn't demand an answer. And within a week, this child of mine switched friend groups Mm. on their own because it, when parents get too pushy, it can push the child obviously in the wrong direction. They'll try to prove you wrong. Right. Because friends are, it's a personal topic, right? Mm -hmm. But we need to know that, um, that these people are going to have a good influence on their life because it will and can change the trajectory of a child's life. Bad company can corrupt good character. And if kids get in with the wrong group at the wrong time, it's a real slippery slope. Do we feel like, um, I mean, that was early in their forming of this bond, right? Like Mm -hmm. you caught it basically within, you know, a month or less than of them getting together. Do you feel like that approach would work if it was an established friend who maybe had started drifting into worse habits or do you think it would be better to try to encourage them to maybe bring that friend back into good habits where where does that line you know fall once there's been an established friendship for a while and maybe you start realizing oh this this kid has started making choices that are not so great for my kid to be influenced by what's what's your advice going from there well i always start with the questions the 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 soft approach right don't come in too much guns a blazing (laughs) not too hot not coming in hot right so um always start with that just hey i want you to think about so that they're marinating on it because ultimately it is their problem right they're the ones that will have to make the choice correct And then if you're realizing, wow, this is really getting out of hand, it's going to be a more serious discussion. What do you think you should do? What are the options? Do you know how to get out of this? Mm. Do you want to get out of this? How is your life? Do you see why you should be getting out of this? Do you see what's happening here? Um, And start to help them connect the dots. Now, if it's really severe, and I've had a few clients where this got really ugly, they did actually have to change a school. It got mm. into social bullying. It got into slander. Like it got big, into big, big changes, big, big mess. So that's not where we want to start, but we need to keep the end goal in mind, which is you need as a parent to protect your kids. Okay. And we want good influences on our kids, obviously. And we want our kids to be good friends as well. It goes both ways. But if it starts to go south or you see some red flags, 
um, we need to intervene and start off gently and go up as needed. But one of the things I'd like to mention too is be aware of your kids as friend groups as much as you can. Never say to a kid, oh, hey, I'm going to go with these new kids and hang out at their house without you understanding a little bit more about that family. Right. Okay. Well, I think that's really important and that's helpful for us as people trying to learn what we should and shouldn't be doing with our kids. I think those are great keys. Is there anything else you wanted to share with us on this topic? I would just say that, again, peers are great, but kids should be spending more time with good, healthy role models in their lives that don't necessarily end up to be peers. They're they're with peers during school. They're with peers during you know, band practice, sports, art classes, after school programs, whatever it is your kids are involved in. And that's great. But find the balance so that your kids are with trusted adults and good role models as often as possible. Again, they're with peers a lot Mm. during the day. So I made sure- Once they kind of get outside that elementary school age, especially, right? That middle school age is kind of when they start having that more independence of, can I go hang out at so-and-so's house for- X amount of time and they're gone more often than they're home. Right. But you can still manage that. You can still go to practices, find out what kinds of kids they're hanging out with, right? A little bit Mm. more about the families and you can still manage the weekends and how much time they have with peers versus how much time they have with you, the adults and and other good role models. And this is something you've been building on in, in this series of special topic, um, podcast is, is really, you're trying to uh, create a trust situation with your child so that when you do bring these things to them and you're not coming in hot and saying, you need to dump that friend right now. You're saying, Hey, based on this trust of parent and child, we have that, you know, that I am looking out for you. I'm not just here to tell you, you can't hang out with the fun kids. What are you thinking about this? Right. And I think that's where it has to kind of start is there's a trust that has been built before this. If you just come in as the overbearing parent that hasn't had any trust and you're like, I suddenly want to be engaged in your life. Mm -hmm. This may not be the first thing to tackle. Right. Is is, (laughs) this is this starts early. Right. Yeah. This starts early. So good communication, staying calm, staying empathetic, staying consistent. Those are key pieces. And kids respect parents who are loving and powerful. Mm. There has to be both, but anger will fuel misbehavior. If you're angry and you come in really aggressive, your kid is going to go into fight or flight. Right. We don't want that. That, that shuts down communication, right? So when you can keep it open and keep it honest and keep it calm, you're going to have a lot more traction. Okay. And I used to tell my kids all the time, Hey, my job is to love you and keep you safe and to say yes to you as often as possible. But that depends on you. And in this case, I would say, and the friends you're hanging out with. Right. Well, I remember a story that Pastor Doug's told me multiple times when he um, has talked about parenting. He's like, tell me why I should say yes. Like, Convince make it me. easy. Make it easy for me to say yes. So have all of the details or tell me why this friend is good for you besides just your social standing and that in the long term yeah, doesn't and, really matter. And, and I heard these things when I was growing up and I didn't believe them either. This Your popularity in high school does not matter. It really does not, but it feels like it does at the time, right? Yeah. And so it's like having these conversations and being able to have that trust and going, hey, convince me why I should say yes to this friend or convince your, you know, tell me why you are saying yes 
to this friend and make them kind of do that logical deduction of what what they offer and what the potential downsides yeah, are. But trust and verify. Don't just let the kid convince you. He's the most religious, <laughs> righteous child you have ever met. Reliable, I swear. Honest. Yeah. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Get to know, get to know who they're hanging out with. Mm. Very, very critical. Cool. Well, with that, I think we have covered everything unless you have anything else to add. I think that's good. Just, you know, it's great if you can um, help your kid navigate how to find good friends, understand the difference between a friend and an acquaintance, how to navigate friendships, know that through elementary school, junior high, and even some years in high school, friends will come and go. Mm. This is a very transient time of friendships. I think I talked to two friends from high school and the yeah. only reason I even talked to them is because our relationship continued past high school. Like we were doing college together or we were working together. And that's the only reason I really stayed in touch with them. Everyone else kind of just like, if I see them on the street, when I walk through Twin Falls or somewhere, I won't ignore them. But it's not someone who I'm like, even like my Facebook status with them is kind of very like at arms. Like it's like, oh, I think I saw you had a baby yeah, five years ago they've moved yesterday. Into the, I don't remember. They've, they've moved into more an acquaintance yes. category. And so kids think that because they've met somebody, because they have one thing in common or they go to the same school, they're quote unquote a friend. Mm-hmm. That has to be earned. And, and it's so a building block. We it get is. it. And you know, you can think back to when you also had those same friends that you thought were the most important people in your lives. And they'll be there forever. And you can't convince <laughs> them otherwise. And that's okay. So having a little grace with them and going, okay, your brain's just not at a point where you're really going to understand that this doesn't matter. So we're going to work through what we can and go from there. Yeah. And I would end with this. I also told my kids, don't ever try to be the popular kid, Mm. be a good kid, be a good kid of character, you know, be a good student, good at your sports, get all those good things. But it's not, the point to Mm -hmm. become quote popular. Yes. Well, if you need help in getting coached through how to work through some of the friendships your child may have that maybe need to be adjusted or are maybe not as good as they think they are. Um, I really encourage you to make an appointment with Kim because she can help coach you through the best approach in either uh, fixing that relationship or maybe separating that child from that relationship in a way that's not going to cause a rift in your relationship with your child because they i mean at certain ages they start clinging to those relationships tighter than even sometimes family because they think it's more important and it can cause a huge divide if it's not handled well so if you feel like that might be a situation with your child please make an appointment with kim um, at rethinkparenting.com and until next time this has been the lost art of parenting thanks my friend (laughs) 